0: Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. Ah! Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, no, not you. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, <laughs> no. How's it going? Oh, you know, I'm living the fucking dream, man. Yeah, there you are. Him. Damn. Uh, You know, I'm just doing good. I cannot wait for tomorrow because that means that that's like technically our Friday. And then we are fucking out of town. I'm so excited. And I need this little mommy vacation so bad so that I can be a better person on the inside and out. Yeah, so that you're a person that likes hanging out with your family and your kids yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I'm like nice to people by default, and yeah. not because I'm trying really, really hard. Yeah. You know? yeah, to be nice. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Oh. I get it. I cannot wait. Well, I'll already be back by the time this airs. Yeah. So don't fucking try and come with us or
1: mm-hmm. anything.
0: You murder us on the road. You don't even. Know I don't want to get going. murdered. I don't want to get murdered. These either. people aren't gonna murder us. No, they like us. Yeah, they like us. My God, life is weird, God, life is weird, life is so fucking weird, yeah, speaking of weird life, could you give me your goddamn errand? I could, yeah, this is a really weird life situation. uh, I think someone's living under my house. no, thank you, miss me with that shit i'm sorry, what. I'll explain. I wish you would. (laughs) So um, for those of you who haven't been to my house, (laughs) (laughs) everyone else. That's the $20 tier. (laughs) I have a party. Um, Okay. So so I live on the side of a fucking mountain, right? Mm -hmm. And underneath my house, my house is kind of like built on stilts. For, like, half of it, so... It's very precariously balanced on the edge of a mountain. It's very precariously balanced on the edge of a mountain, and there's, like, one room in the, like, what would be the against the mountain part that is finished. And then the rest of the part that's, like, against the mountain part up until the first story is, like, dirt and just shit, right? Like, there's nothing under there. Mm -hmm. It's an unfinished... There's a boulder... There's some dirt, whatever. The house is, like, above it. but it's Like, all... you can access it, but it's not finished or anything. It's literally just the ground. Yeah, but it's, like, enclosed. So from the outside, you don't see that my house is, like, sitting above the ground. Mm-hmm. From the outside, it looks like the house goes all the way to the ground. But then, like, inside, you're like, oh, that makes a lot more sense because Where did your this house go? Yeah. It doesn't have slanted floors yeah. on this mountain. <laughs> so, I see how that works. Yeah. So, the homes here are really weird. Like, you'll drive by and you're like... Oh my God, that's a massive house. Yeah, and really. And like, oh, it's, no, like, no, it's just the top level. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really. It's just like stacked on top of itself. And then they make like this giant wall till it touches the ground. Yeah. And yeah. then like the bottom level, because it's not flat, is kind of useless. Yeah. And then you have this weird creepy hole. That's yeah. literally what we have. So the bottom area of our house, like the fucking base. basement, that doesn't go underground. Yeah. 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 But like uneven. Base. I don't know. Either way, yeah. this bottom area is open, accessible, whatever. We leave like our our bottom bottom room that's actually finished we leave that open to the outside world for the dogs uh-huh. so they can go run around in the yard and then they can go into that room so that we're not bad dog parents right yeah and uh fuck dog houses my dog has a goddamn condo yeah my dog has a whole goddamn room yeah right? like, like a like, fucking studio apartment yeah he's chill they're chill yeah and uh we always leave that door we'll usually leave that door open so that they can go in and out and whatever mm-hmm. um Never once considered that you can also access the underside of the house yeah. through there. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, the dogs are there. Like, nobody's going to fucking. It's Carl. He's big and scary. Yeah. yeah. Nobody's yeah. just going to fucking come in there, right? What if they start feeding him tricks? Okay. Treats. So, not tricks. <laughs> tricks won't <laughs> work very well. It, it might work. The dogs are it, dumb. They'd be like, are these for kids? <laughs> <laughs> Silly rabbit. <laughs> Silly Carl. These are for kids. So, to make a, a long story shorter, <laughs> Brandon mm-hmm. has been missing this shovel for like a month or something, right? Okay. Um, couldn't find it. He looked everywhere, couldn't find it. Blah blah blah. We have a sump pump. I've talked about it before on this podcast. It is also in said unfinished area under the house. Uh-huh. Sump pump started acting up, so Brandon went down there, dicked with it like a week ago, right? Uh-huh. Shovel's been missing for like a month. Uh-huh. Brandon went down, dicked with the fucking sump pump about a week ago, and then. Last night or the night before, I think it was the night before, the sump pump started acting up again. And so then he went down there and he fixed it or whatever. And the shovel that's been missing was leaning precariously against the sump pump. What? he didn't put it there. That's creepy. Because he's been missing it for like a month. And he just dicked with the sump like a week ago. And And he would have noticed the shovel that he'd been fucking missing for an entire month. That's creepy. So, and I didn't put it there. I don't even, as I've mentioned before, I don't even know where the fucking sump pump is. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My brother hasn't been over to fuck with us. What? I don't know. And Brandon is like, he's like, I literally got goosebumps and like got the fuck out of there because I was like, somebody's going to fucking murder me with this goddamn shovel. He like Uh, took the shovel and got away. Yeah. He's like, nah, my murder weapon. Why would the murderer lean it against the sump pump though? Like, I'd like to play a game. I said he was probably shitting onto the shovel and then just (laughs) plopping it into the sump. Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> duh that's just how can to get you get it open out of there. the sump? i mean you can yeah and then is it like shit yeah it's like shit water oh gross <laughs> like i, I just allegedly didn't... so i've heard I've, i haven't seen it interesting okay i have some questions okay do you still have the security camera on down there no oh cool start right cool start well what the fuck yeah i don't know so I've just started locking the doors, like, to the main house, so I'm like, well, I mean, if you're going to live down there, like, live down there, and then, like, the main house area, you can get, like, into the garage, and you can get into that bottom room, but you can't get into, like, the house house, right? That's very nice of you. Also, you should turn your security camera back on. Oh, well, I don't think it's down there anymore. I don't even know where it is. It was probably pointed at the fucking rat. It probably was. Or, like, the it's beer temperature. Still, <laughs> it's probably still pointed at the fucking rat. Why I, was that not your first thought? Like, oh, I'll just set the camera back up. Um, Because then... One of us probably Brandon has to go down there and like hope that the person isn't like creeping in the corner. So you guys are just never going back. I'm just never going down there again. (laughs) And then like that part of your house is just (laughs) dead to you. Yeah. And then if the sump starts acting up, we'll like yell and hope that they fix it. Like man, hope I don't have to go down there and fix the (laughs) sump. Oh, it's working now. (laughs) Like maybe maybe the next time Brandon goes to fix it, then he like says what he's doing like man every time i have to fucking hose off this valve so that it gets unstuck if so that somebody the was like, living here i sure would let them continue living here if they yeah. would just do this for me occasionally yeah. yeah so the guy knows what to do or girl i yeah, mean yeah you don't know yeah i don't know i don't fucking know i don't like it i know so i don't, I don't like a one fucking bit i have someone living in my house i don't know yeah i hate but it that's hate my it. story and i'm sticking to it and i like I, it i hate it and know. i like it you want to hear my goddamn i would love to I've been, again, withholding this information from you oh for my an God. entire day. Uh, you bitch. Okay, so my week has been a week, all right? Let's just keep it at that. Preach. I feel like everything I do is like, I have to do it twice. It's an uphill battle and it still doesn't get done right. And you're just like, ah, fucking give me a break. So yeah. I'm thoroughly excited for our fucking getaway weekend. Yep. So yesterday... I was like, fuck life, I'm working from bed. Like, I'm doing everything to make myself comfy. And so I'm mm-hmm. sitting in bed, and I'm, like, typing away, doing my thing. And then Lee comes in, and he, like, kind of lays on the bed, and he's talking to me, and he goes, it smells like Brussels sprouts in here. That's like, weird. I was like, dude, our room smells like shit. Like, I don't know what is going on. I don't know if a dog drugs something in. Like, I don't know what. Because sometimes Chelsea will get in the trash like if we have like the trash lids like the lids with the trash cans on it this is going to be hard for me to do yeah, this podcast. Sounds like it. <laughs> I believe you mean trash cans with lids. lids on it so that she will not get in the trash but she always gets in there somehow some way like especially yeah. if there's bacon grease in there she's like mm, I can open that <laughs> yeah she's like I watched you guys step on this I understand how it oh, works she'll figure it out yeah. if it's urgent enough and then so sometimes because her little bed is like by our bed and so sometimes I'll come in and find trash like kind of tucked under our bed not that she hides it. It's just, like, as she licks it, it goes under there. Yeah. So, I'm like, yeah, fucking Chelsea probably bought some shit in here. I don't know. I gotta fucking figure it out. And our our room is not clean to where you could just look and see like, oh, yeah, there's something there. It's like, you've got to pick up some (laughs) (laughs) t-shirts. You have to fucking move the blanket that fell off the bed. Yeah. It's a hot mess. So... Lee's, like, continuing talking. He's like, man, it really fucking stinks in here. And then he had to go somewhere and do something. And I was sitting there. And then I started to smell it really bad. And I was like, dude. And I was in a meeting. So, like, I couldn't. I was kind of, like, putting myself on mute and, like, sniffing around. Like, where is this coming from? Yeah. And uh, Lee was like, you probably left your plate in here because you had Brussels sprouts in here recently. He literally thought it smelled like Brussels sprouts? Yes. And he was like, I think you left your plate in here. And maybe it's like in the bed because we have sheets, like not sheets, uh, we have uh, like the extra blanket that goes over you if it's cold. And it was kind of like all balled up in the middle of the bed. And we just always crawl in on our side and like pull the normal blanket up. And then if you're cold in the middle of the night, you pull it over, right? Okay. Like you pull over your like the mini blanket that should be at the foot of the bed, but it's like squished between us. Yeah. So he's like, <laughs> just Brussels sprouts in the fucking communal blanket. <laughs> well, that was his fucking theory. And I was like, there is no way I left a fucking plate in here. Like, I'm not that gross. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty gross. I was judging. <laughs> oh, you're, you are going <laughs> to judge. I'm not even 100% confident I should be sharing this goddamn. Oh, my this God. This is how intense it gets. Okay. So anyway, so Lee is like, you probably left a fucking plate in the bed and it got like tangled up in the sheets or something. I was like, there's no way. There's no way. And I kept like looking around, whatever, couldn't find it. And then later in the day, I come outside and like, because I was working in the room, right? I come out into the living room and I'm like talking to Lee, whatever. And I go back in the room and I'm like, it fucking smells like death in here. Like now that I've left and come back in here, it smells so bad. Like, yeah, I'm going to if you think it's in the bed, whatever, because like the whole time it was like so busy at work. I'm working. I'm like doing meetings and shit. So I didn't have time to fucking investigate. And Lee's just like, toodles, whatever. I think we actually had the kids home that day. So he was busy, whatever. It was not a priority. It was just like, goddamn, it stinks in here. (sighs) So I walk in and I'm like, it smells like shit in here. If you think it's the fucking bed, whatever. And so I grab that communal blanket in the middle and I rip it off. And you're not going to fucking believe what I saw on the bed. A plate of Brussels sprouts? I wish it were a plate of Brussels sprouts. Oh, my God. What was it? It was a dead gopher. <gasps> I'm not even fucking kidding you. In your bed? It had leaked. So I don't <gasps> even know how long it had been in my bed. <gasps> in my bed. Mostly on Lee's side. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a dead gopher in my bed. I don't even know how long. I pulled it back. <gasps> I screamed and I was like, "Lee, get in here!" And he's like, "What? What? What?" Sounds like Brussels sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, goddamn, they do stink, though when you cook them. Oh, Brussels I thought you meant gophers. I was like, "Well, <laughs> okay, you would no, know." No, 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 no. Oh yeah. Also, I felt slightly validated that I did not leave a plate full of food just in our fucking bed. Like, I'm not on my Maybe 600 that's what the I was coming for. <laughs> Maybe. Oh my god! You guys god. suffocated him in your communal oh, blanket. Oh my god. Okay, so I'm like, babe, look. And he's like, "What?" And I'm like, "Pull the blanket back," because I didn't get it all the way back. I flipped it. I went. Ah! Like, like, and I nope. lung it, Yeah. And I was like, pull that blanket back and look what's in there. And so he does. And he goes, oh, that's what Chelsea was burying. That was his response. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. What? What? You saw her burying something. And you just left it. And he was like kind of laughing. And he's like, yeah, I thought it was like her bone because she always when? gets like, when did he see that? That's what I said. And he was like, um, Tuesday. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. He couldn't remember. He's like, um, I think it was this weekend. Yeah. And I was like, no, get when the fuck did this out. happen? Yesterday? Yesterday. That was Tuesday. Tuesday. So for two nights, at least, I just slept with a fucking rodent in my bed, maybe. And then he said, well, like, I, maybe it was yesterday. I can't really remember. And I was like, you're just saying that because I'm freaking the fuck out right now. And it, also concerned that you didn't like, I don't know, fluff the blanket or be like, hey, chill, get what are you doing? Oh, she buries shit all the time. She buries yeah? her toys. She, like, buries okay. them in our bed. Like, she'll, like, mm, I don't like that. ruffle them all up. But also, I'm a little concerned that, like, we didn't move at all. If it was there, even for one night, like, I didn't move the blanket. It was just, like, literally, like, I just pull my little blankets up on my side and I go to sleep. And then I wake up and I pull them over and then I just do my thing. And then they just, I don't make my bed every day. Yeah, no, no one does. Yeah. It's like a bath, too. And so it was just there. Because it's been hot at night. Like, we haven't needed that blanket. I don't even know how fucking long it's been there, but I will tell you one thing: it leaked. That is so. This motherfucker disgusting. leaked. It leaked all over the quilt that my mom made. Oh no! Because like, the quilt was kind of on top of it, on Lee's life. So it leaked all over that. It leaked all over the top sheet, the bottom sheet, the mattress pad. Ooh. Which thank fuck it, ooh, there's a mattress pad, right? Yeah. So we take it all out, and I'm like, burn the room down. Yeah. I don't care. I don't want any of this stuff anymore. I'm never sleeping in there. Your like mom I'm, will make you a new quilt. I was seriously <laughs> like, I will sleep on my son's bunk bed. I'm done. Like, I am fucking frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> like, now I'm like, I understand on Hoarders how people will be like, I didn't realize there were 16 dead cats in the house. Because you fucking get used to it, I guess, if you're sleeping Some in it. a hard fucking <laughs> <Cut>. hard jump. <laughs> hard cut. Oh, I am like so beyond freaked out that this happened and super embarrassed too that i slept with a fucking dead gopher in my bed i had no idea i don't know if it was like not dead long and then like was starting to decompose and that's why i started smelling it yeah i don't know any of the fucking details but i can tell you that we pulled everything off i like put so much like borax and shout and like bleach and shit on my stuff to try to save it because like i don't want to throw out my mom's quilt yeah. The sheets, I'm like, fuck it. But we really only have one set of sheets. So I'm like, if I'm watching the qu- washing the quilt, I might as well try it, right? So we strip everything and um, go in the room. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, it still smells like death. Oh, my God. I bet. And it's literal death. I had a mattress pad on and I'm pretty sure it just leaked into the bed. Because it smelled so bad. I had to grab bleach. I poured it onto my bed. And then we have like a, a carpet cleaner that has an attachment for like couches and shit. Yeah. yeah. And so... <laughs> We cleaned it, like, two or three times, and then just let it, like, air dry the rest of the night, and then slept on it last night. And how was it? I don't smell it anymore. Did it feel like there was a ghost of a dead gopher in your dreams? Probably. I did not sleep well, though. Mm. I cannot believe I slept with a motherfucking dead gopher in my bed! That is so gross! And it had to be there long enough to, like, like it was leaking. That there was, is- like, Blood.
1: I don't it's know if body Chelsea fluid. killed it.
0: Yeah, I don't know if Chelsea killed it or if it was like already dead. And she's like, fuck, yeah, because she never really kills anything. Yeah. Yeah. And she was like, I know what I'll do. Give this to mom and dad since they can't seem to hunt. What the fuck, man? Either that or somebody is like trying to send me signs because first a dead rabbit and now a dead gopher in my bed. I have no idea. <gasps> Maybe it's the crows. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, where are my motherfuckers? Did you make me a lucky gopher No, that's what Lee said. He was like, do you want me to of keep here. this? <laughs> get it out of here. No, I am so... Uh. I'm, like, literally frustrated now at everything in my house. I'm, like, everything is filthy. Like, yeah. I've gone to, like, a hundred. Yeah. Like, burn it. I mean. Burn it. I don't see another option at this point. I don't either. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. horrifying. Yeah. Might be the biggest goddamn. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. In my fucking bed. 100% slept with it for at least one night. That's gross. That's gross. Oh, my God. Okay, Ugh. so now that everybody is judging me. Yeah. Hard. I swear I'm not a disgusting person. I believe you. Okay. Do you want to hear about my story this week? I do. I want nothing more in my life. Okay, this week I'm going to tell you about, okay, this Mm. is kind of a uh, well-known one, which I had never heard it, so I figured I'm going to share it anyway. Okay. But I'm going to tell you about Stephen Pladell. Pladell. P-L-A-D-E-L. I'm sorry. One more time. (laughs) P L A D. Just D-L. Pladell. Oh. It's hard Plattle. to put a D and an L next to each other. Yeah, those that's, that's, that's weird. Maybe it's Platel. 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 Okay, so Kay. Stephen Platel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Off to a good start. Mm-hmm. Okay, for the record, I have like no backstory on anybody in this case. Per usual. Per usual. In, So we're going to jump right into it. Okay. In 1995... 20-year-old Steven Plattle meets Alyssa Garcia on the internet, and the pair start a romantic relationship. Ooh! Now, I don't know how you're doing that in 1995. You're putting in one of those AOL desks? Disks? <laughs> I don't even know if they had discs, then it was probably floppy. I don't fucking remember. Do you? Uh, I don't remember. I, don't I did remember not one one have AOL a computer discs, you know. in 95. I think we had one. You would. You have a foyer. <laughs> We had it on the Davenport (laughs) Right next to the Chesterfield Uh, Yeah But it wasn't like I mean all it had was floppy Mm. I don't think we had CDs yet Yeah Maybe we did Whatever Whatever I don't really remember. Everybody was we like all screaming like, at the not the fancy yeah. rich people with yeah. like the new computer, you know? No, for sure. Yeah. We had like MS DOS, <laughs> <laughs> like- exactly. So uh, anyway, they met on the internet and they start a romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay, so-, so Alyssa goes on later to explain that Stephen had a very explosive behavior. <laughs> That's not what I thought you were going to say, but okay. Uh, yes. Or personality. And he owned, like, this mini stash of guns and shit, so the guy was, like, basically a ticking time bomb because, as you can tell, some bad things are going to happen. Okay, so he was Brandon, minus the explosive behavior. (laughs) Yeah, and also he was kind of abusive. Okay, um, not great. I'll kind of get into that. That's not Brandon, for anyone wondering. Yeah, blown twice. not abused. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, so after two years of dating, Alyssa and Steven discover that Alyssa, who is 17 at this time, is pregnant. Okay, hey, he's 20? He's 20. Well, he's like 22 now. Okay, and but she's, she's 17. Mm-hmm. So he was 20 when they met and she was 15. Gross. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. story's going to get way grosser, just mm-hmm. so you know. Okay, so mm-hmm. after two years of dating, they discover they're pregnant, right? And Alyssa gives birth to a baby girl and they name her Denise. Okay. So after Denise was born, Stephen continued his abusive behavior in the home and even aimed it at his Baby girl. Gross. Hate yes. it. Hate yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Trigger warnings for everybody forever. Okay. Like, I've read this, like, five times, and I was like, I'm never covering this case. This doesn't sound familiar to me yet. And then for some reason, I was like, I'm going to do it this week. <laughs> This seems like something I can handle. I've handled a gopher in my bed. <laughs> yeah, like I have given up yeah. on everything in my life and totally desensitized that. I was like, fuck yeah, I'll tell a story. Let's fuck up some other people's emotions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, so he starts aiming the abuse towards the infant, Denise. So bad. Mm-hmm. And Alyssa says that Steven would like pinch the baby, brutally pinch the baby, which I don't even know what would trigger that. Like an infant. Like screaming, maybe? Why would you think pinching would make that stop? Oh, it wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. like that's the no. worst plan no. ever. But anyway, the baby would be like covered in bruises from him pinching oh, her. baby. And then when the baby wouldn't stop crying, he would literally put her in like a cooler and close the lid to muffle her screams and then prevent Alyssa from getting the baby out to like comfort her. That's not good. And then the baby would be like on the verge of suffocation. <gasps> and then Alyssa would be allowed to like get the baby out. So so scary. So Stephen's an asshole. Yeah, sounds like it. Like he's a grade fucking one top level tier dick wad. Yeah. Or whatever we're calling him. Yeah. So despite all of the abuse and everything going on in the home, Alyssa and Stephen get married. And when Denise is only eight months old, Alyssa decides that she should give her up for adoption so that the baby can like escape the hell of the home, right? (sighs) Oh yeah. my God! What a hard decision. But I know. Also, like Jesus, that's a yeah. Good on her to yeah. be so like aware. She, was, but also don't fucking marry this guy. Get out. I know. But like when you're in an abusive relationship, I know it's so hard to. It's so easy to say from the outside, like yeah. why are you staying? Where yeah, you? exactly. Yeah. So, but like she decided, like we're too poor, we're too young right now. Like he can't keep a stable job or anything. We can't provide a good life for her, and he's abusing her. So How in order to give her the best self-aware. life, aware. I know, I know. So she gives uh, the baby girl up for adoption. Okay. Also, she says later that it was like one of the hardest things she ever had to do. I believe it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's what happened, right? Yeah. So Denise gets adopted by a nice couple by the name of Anthony and Kelly Fusco. Okay. And they live in Dutchess County, New York. Now, where Alyssa and Stephen lived when they had Denise, I don't fucking know. Okay. (laughs) I probably should have looked that up, but... I didn't catch it. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so now Denise is living in uh, New York. So once she's adopted by Anthony and Kelly, they change Denise's name to Katie. So okay. now Denise the baby is Katie. Okay. There's Katie a lot of fucking baby. names and stories here. Yeah. So Katie goes on to live a very normal and happy life with her adoptive parents. Mm -hmm. And I guess like her family, her adoptive family explains that she was like always eating like a lot. They like gave her a nickname Pac-Man because she was always (laughs) eating food all the time. That's cute. And like she was, you know, fun and happy or whatever. She was also like a really good artist and she was known in her high school for drawing like really cool and awesome comic strips. And stuff. And hmm. she always explained, like, and she had, like, blogs and stuff, right? So she would explain that, like, art was her life and it was her escape and it's somewhere where there weren't any rules and, you know, she could, like, be herself. So, like, art was her jam. Yeah. Also, she loved animals so much so that she became a vegetarian. So, like, she seems like very. Okay. <laughs> Nice little person. What? What? I thought you were going to say she loved animals so much that she became a veterinarian. But you said vegetarian. <laughs> and I was like, it threw my brain. I was like, that's what? Like, that's not how that's not how that works. And then I realized, so I guess you, you don't love eat, animals. Yeah, you don't eat animals. So yeah, to be a, become vegetarian a vegetarian as well. But my <laughs> brain, I was like, she's dumb. <laughs> that didn't work she out. She being you, not... Oh (laughs) (laughs) well, I am dumb (laughs) sometimes. But I get it. I'm the dumb one. (laughs) Yes. So she became a vegetarian. Mm -hmm. So she sounds like this nice, yeah, girl, right? Like she's gonna grow up to be fucking spectacular, a good, productive member of society. Probably a veterinarian. Oh, maybe. No, actually, she was gonna go to school for digital advertising. Okay, in case you're wondering. (laughs) Also very cool for veterinarian clinics. Sounds like me, except for the vegetarian part. (laughs) Yeah, she does. Right. Except for you also weren't adopted and abused as a baby that we know of. Same, same. (laughs) (laughs) But kind of different. Okay, so meanwhile, back at her biological parents home, Stephen and Alyssa, Mm -hmm. uh, they have another child in 2007. And this time they feel that they're mature enough to, like, take care of the baby, right? And, like, start a family. Mm -hmm. So they end up having a, a baby girl. So they have a girl. A few years later, in 2012, they give birth to their third daughter and, again, keep the baby as well. So now they have two daughters at home and then one daughter that is adopted. Okay. Adopted out. Okay. So now it's 2016 and Katie, who is previously Denise, right? Mm -hmm. She's 18 years old and she learns from her adoptive parents that she's adopted. Like, she didn't know that her whole life. Oh. And so she learns it at 18. 18. 18. That's older. Yeah, I wonder how that came about. I don't like. I don't like that really. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, whatever. Do you, whatever you think is best for your kid, you maybe know your kid. she was like protecting him from the parents. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. so, but probably not. Maybe they just were like, "This is my baby." Yeah, I don't just know. Try and give her as normal as possible. Yeah, I will try to leave judgment out of all of those things because I don't fucking know. I've yeah. never experienced it. So. So she learns she's adopted, and Katie becomes very curious about her biological parents. Mm -hmm. So she does some research, and she actually finds them on Facebook, I think. It just said social media, but— MySpace. Yeah. Well, it's 2016, so— Oh. Maybe Facebook, Facebook. yeah. Yeah, Probably Facebook. Maybe Twitter. I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. What a weird way to connect on Twitter, you know, like in 2016. (laughs) Only 140 characters, Mom. I miss you a lot and also what happened. (laughs) And also why. (laughs) Okay. So, you know, Alyssa is now Alyssa, Denise's birth mother, right? Yeah. Uh, She is now 37 years old and she has her two other daughters and she gets this like ping from her long lost daughter that she gave up for adoption. And she's like, holy shit, this is crazy. And starts like communicating back and forth. And um, Steven jumps in, too. So they're, like, both talking about, like, wow, this is so cool that we're able to connect and everything. Like, we should meet up. It's so cool that I didn't kill you back when you were an infant. Right. And you're, like, a whole person now. Right. But Katie doesn't know that. She was abused as a yeah. child, and that's why she was given up for adoption. Yeah, they—they they are yeah, just. If you're going to tell the truth, tell the whole fucking truth. Yeah, they're just kind of like, yeah, we were young, and so we couldn't, like, we weren't mature enough to. We like, were take young, care of and baby. your dad kept trying to fucking suffocate you in a cooler. But <laughs> yeah, I, you know he couldn't handle your tears, even though he was an adult. He was twenty fucking two years old. Boys will be boys. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, so exactly, so they're like, okay, yeah, this is great. Like, so nice to talk to you. We yeah. should meet up in person, and so Katie's all about that. And they yeah. meet up, and they all get along very well. And they continue on kind of this like new relationship of starting to learn who each other are. Right? Yeah. Like you've been missing for my entire life. I want to know more about like my family, like my biological side of my family. Yeah. Where you been? What's up? What What's do you going do? on? So Katie eventually graduates from high school, and uh, she has plans to go to college. Like I said, to study digital advertising. But her pull towards her biological family is so strong that she decides that instead of going to college, she's going to go move to Enrico, Virginia, where her biological parents live, and she's going to go live with them. Okay. Like, they're going to all be a happy family together. Okay. That's kind of a heartbreak for the adoptive parents. Right. Okay, so... Katie's adoptive parents, they were super apprehensive, but yeah. they were also like, well, she's 18. Yeah. So, like, she can make her own decisions. And so they just supported her in the move. Like, we don't want to lose her or yeah. anything. So we're going to support her on her fucking journey. Right. Yeah. So it's now late 2016, and Katie is living with her biological family. And Alyssa and Steven start to have some marital issues. Okay. So, I mean, like I said, he's been super abusive to her this whole time, and it's not very shocking that she's like, I'm fucking over this shit right now. Yeah. It's not new. Yeah, nothing new. Um, They argue a lot, and they start sleeping in separate rooms. And Alyssa says that the whole family basically had to walk on eggshells around Steven's explosive behavior. Mm -hmm. And he was almost always angry and smashing stuff around the house, like in front of the kids and everything. And she was just like, I'm fucking sick of this life. Yeah, I'm not about it. At one point, Alyssa pulls Katie to the side and explains to her that as a baby, Stephen was abusing her. And that is really why she was given up for adoption. And Alyssa claims that Katie really didn't seem that concerned about it. Like, the information was shared and Katie was just like, okay, thanks for sharing that. Like, I have a good relationship now, so I'm not that concerned. Yeah, which, okay. Yeah, because she doesn't remember it. She was fucking months old. Yeah, yeah. So soon after Katie moved in, Stephen's behavior started to shift and he started to wear like skinny jeans and tight shirts. (laughs) And he started to grow his hair out and shave off his beard like he was trying to look like younger and shit. Yeah. And then he started to sleep on the floor of her bedroom at night. Nope. Mm -mm. Don't like that. Yep. And the first time Alyssa found him in there, she was like, what the fuck are you doing? And he like, you know, started a fight or whatever. Yeah. And then the second time she found him on the floor in there, she like, you know, gets concerned, confronts Stephen about it, makes a whole, you know, a fight ensues. And Stephen and Katie like storm out of the house together. Oh. Like, it's none of your business. I could do what I want, whatever. And Katie also was like, yeah, deuces. Now the article wasn't like and Katie stormed out also mad. It was just that Steven stormed out of the house with Katie. Okay. Ooh. So. Okay. So, Alyssa is like, "Fuck this shit. I'm not sticking around for this bullshit. I went out of this house." I want a divorce. I don't want to deal with Stephen anymore. And so she takes the two younger daughters, and she leaves, and she files for divorce. Okay. Now, in the divorce, she shares custody of the two girls with Stephen. So on a regular basis, those girls go and live in this house with Stephen and their biological older sister, Katie. Because yeah. now it's Katie and Stephen living together. Ugh. Okay. Mm-hmm. After a few months of living this way, Steven starts instructing the two younger girls to refer to Katie as their stepmom and not their sister. Nope, yep. Did and, you Okay, did yeah. you know there's been like studies done or whatever of people that have been separated from their like biological parents or whatever and mm-hmm. then when they meet back up, they're like they have a sexual attraction? Yeah. Yeah, actually that's like one of my finishing bullet points, but like this oh. case is kind of like one, fucking one of those key example of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yep. Ugh, Ugh, I know. Gross. Okay, so one of the girls, one of the little girls, she was eleven years old and she keeps like a diary, right? Yeah. And so one day she writes in the diary about how she has to call her older sister stepmom and how her older sister is pregnant <gasps> with Steven's baby. So Alyssa That's incest. That's fucking incest. So Alyssa Those reads the diary. What's that? Those kids are gonna have hooves. Yeah, yeah, they are like really long faces and big ears. (laughs) You're just thinking of that one documentary (laughs) exactly, (laughs) thousand yard stare. Oh man, okay. Okay. So Alyssa, she reads the diary and learns this news and loses her fucking shit. And she calls Steven to be like, dude. Are that, you and Katie really having sex? Yeah, like, that's gross. That's yeah, not okay. That's gross. And is she really pregnant? And Stephen replies with, quote, I thought you knew. <gasps> what? We're, we're in love. Oh, no. And so Alyssa starts, like, cussing him out and shit and decides to call the police. Because, like, incest, right? Yeah. So she calls him <laughs> Cause, and Because, like, like, incest. Is it illegal? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is very illegal. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, like, <laughs> here pricing to it King out or Shave. anything. I'm just, <laughs> just wondering. Uh, yeah, it's considered illegal here in the U.S. Okay. okay it's not good. illegal everywhere. Uh, but here in the U.S., it is illegal. And it's very deeply frowned upon. It's I know it's very deeply yeah. frowned upon. Well, but I'm just like, explaining that for everybody else who maybe lives in a country where they're like, fuck, yeah, incest all the time. That's like the deep goddamn deep. purebred line. Oh, gross. It's <laughs> very purebred. <laughs> You're going to have hip dysplasia. And like 50% of them, yeah. (laughs) The other 50%, though, high quality jeans. I don't really know the statistics, so don't do anything based off of my knowledge. that. (laughs) Oh, man. That's, uh, what are the police going to do? Like, stop fucking your daughter. (laughs) Yeah, please. (laughs) Can you not? Can you just leave her alone? And also, she's already pregnant. I know. OK, so the police come and they investigate, but they don't arrest anybody or anything like that. Like They investigate? They're like, hmm. yep, they're living together. I think it like opened an investigation where they were like, don't do that. Yeah. If we see you doing that, we're going to do something. Right. <sighs> it's such a weird thing to police. I feel like it society is. should police that and just it like is. shame him. Isn't it them? a weird thing? But it is technically illegal. So that's weird. I don't know. they fucking probably worked out the logistics of all of that. Who's on that fucking task force? The incestual task. Yeah. <laughs> task force. That's so hard to say. The incestual task force. <laughs> Good job. Thank you. Fucking Greg is sitting at his desk and he's like, got another one for you. God yeah. damn it. Yeah. Fucking. I bet they're like real busy in certain states. <laughs> What states? States? I will not say the ones that I was thinking of at the top of my head for for fear of offending someone dear to us. Yep, who listens to podcasts? That's fair. (laughs) Anyway, okay. So now police come. They're like, "Hey, no, (laughs) keep your pecker in your pants, old man." Yeah, and they were like, "Yeah, promise." Fucking hand to God won't do that shit. Yeah. We'll at least wrap it up so there's no physical evidence. Yeah, exactly. So now it is the summer of- Like a baby. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) No, she's definitely pregnant, though. So now it's the summer of 2017. Of course, they're carrying on their relationship, right? Gross. And Katie and Steven moved to Nightdale, North Carolina. And here, she's still pregnant. She's like seven or eight months pregnant or something. Mm Mm-hmm. Here, they get married. Okay. How do her adoptive parents feel about all this? Oh, I'm going to tell you. Okay. Oh, I'm going to tell you because this shit is just mind-blowing and I'm so hard. This is like one of those subjects that's so hard not to judge on, but like you really can't. Yeah. But also you're just like, what? I'm sorry. I also brushed over the fact that you just said they moved to North Carolina and then got married. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not legal in North Carolina. To oh. marry your I was going to say, dad. did the state know? Yeah. The state didn't know. They lied on their application, which the article I was reading was like, it was legal because they lied. And I'm like, doesn't that like null it out? Like, I <laughs> have yeah. so many questions. Doesn't that make it a not valid fucking document? Yeah. Can you just lie? And then all of a sudden it's like, ah, you got us back there. Yeah. Good job. You got the certificate. I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, you think that could be like, uh, let me just put this one in the shredder because somebody lied again. Like, I don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. That's a little, uh, okay. It seems a little off. Uh, like no, 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 no. We're just first cousins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, well then that's okay. Oh, fine. Sign here. <laughs> that's okay. Um, okay, so they get married. They don't admit that their father and daughter, so fucking is legalized. Okay. Now, Stephen's <laughs> so fucking is legalized. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Fuck it, legalize it. So Stephen's mom, which is Katie's biological grandma, was at the wedding. And so were uh Katie's adoptive parents okay yes hard right yeah hard hard was grandma like nice to meet you great-granddaughter nope just regular granddaughter nice to meet you granddaughter i don't know also so glad you're going to keep my son happy i'm so glad you're giving me my first great-grandchild but also grandchild <laughs> yeah what <laughs> <laughs> uh it's not first it'd be it'd my be fourth. The fourth yeah is not weird my fourth grandchild but my first great-grandchild Yeah, that's weird because it's not supposed to happen. No, I also don't know if Stephen had siblings, so I don't know if those are really her first and fourth, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, in this line, (laughs) which is now a straight line. (laughs) (laughs) It is the same branch, bitch. (laughs) Okay, so, Mm -hmm. like I said, they're all there at the fucking wedding, right? Even the adoptive parents. And I guess her adoptive parents basically said that There was nothing that they could do to stop her, and so they chose to support her again instead of losing a relationship with her. So they were like, we are not crazy about this idea, but she loves him, whatever, she's old enough, we can't talk her out of it, and so... We're going to go. Also, there's I, a picture of this wedding, and everybody looks, like, Okay. Sad. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's just sad except for them. Well, they even just kind of look like, okay. <laughs> I feel like I, as, like, the adoptive parents or something, I might have made, like, a phone call and been like, hey, maybe check their birth certificates. I think they might be related. But, like, anonymously so that yeah. you don't get, like, you know, backlash out. from it. Yeah. Well, I'm curious, too, because, like, you know, you don't really hear Katie's perspective a lot in all of this. Like, you don't have Katie being, like... We're fucking in love. I love him. You have Steven saying that, but, like, you don't get Katie's perspective. So, like, my personal opinion is that she is being absolutely abused, you yeah. know? Like, yeah. she's being taken advantage of. Groomed and all that. Exactly. Yeah. And he's probably equally as abusive to her as he was to his first wife, whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. And she's, like, now trapped. And she's like, in God his damn shit. it, this is not what I... Signed yeah for. yeah but like you said being groomed or whatever and yeah. then that whole thing where you're like i have this obsessive need to bond with this guy who is my father yeah like it's a thing yeah that's gross yeah yeah can you imagine growing up with like a totally normal life and then this happening no yeah okay so now they get married in september of that same year katie gives birth to a baby boy mm-hmm. and names him bennett Two mm-hmm. months later, I guess, all of a sudden, the local police, who, mind you, when they were first investigated, it's not where they are now, right? So those yeah. police were like, don't fucking do it. And then they skip town. Yeah, and they were like, deuces, we're going to do it over here. Mm-hmm. Out of your jurisdiction, bro. Mm-hmm. And so now they're in another jurisdiction, and these police are like, excuse the fuck out of me, you just had a baby? Yeah. Out of incest? We're going to have to look into this. <laughs> in wedlock? <laughs> <sighs> what is going on here? And so they actually arrest... Katie and Stephen. Wow, and what they do both the baby at that point. It goes to the grandma or great grandma or whatever the fuck you want to say. Stephen's mom, whichever one, no, however you choose. The same the lady, yeah, same lady, <laughs> but you know it's confusing. She wears a lot of hats. This is probably also why I wasn't going to tell a story. I was like, fuck, who is who? <laughs> okay, so they get charged with incest and adultery. Okay, adultery, adultery. Wow. Okay. They get released on bond and are ordered to have no contact with each other. So I guess that's how the law deals with it. They're like, no, legally, no. (laughs) (laughs) And they were like, okay, legally, no. (laughs) That's all they (laughs) do. Don't do that. Stop it. Yeah. And I said stop it, so now you have to stay away from each other. Yeah. Well, I mean, prison will do that. mm -hmm. Yeah, you would think, right? Okay, so Katie moves back to New York with her adoptive parents and like I said, Stephen's mother gets custody of baby Bennett. I'm not sure why mom didn't. Katie didn't or Stephen didn't. Like yeah. maybe because they were charged with adultery, adultery and shit, they were like, you guys are not fit to be parents. I don't really know. Yeah. But for whatever reason, Bennett goes with Stephen's mom. Okay. It's a cute name. I know, isn't it? All right. Now a few months go by and Katie decides to officially end things with Stephen and she calls him up. To break up with him slash divorce him or whatever you want to call it now. Right. Yeah. Now there's a no contact order. So she's not even supposed to be calling him. So she's technically breaking the law again. Mm, scandalous. But she calls him and it's like, hey, listen, I'm fucking over this. We're not doing this anymore. This isn't the life I want. Whatever. I want a divorce. Yeah. Steven is enraged that Katie's going to leave him. So he goes. Katie's to already gone. She's yeah. already gone. I don't know. he Maybe they were still talking or something. I don't fucking know the logistics, but she's literally in another state. Yeah. And like, you're not losing anything. Like, what are you going to do? How are you going to get this no contact order removed? Like, what's your fucking plan? Yeah. Go live in the woods. (laughs) Anyway, so he gets fucking pissed because remember, he's got like an explosive behavior. Yeah. Fucking emotional wreck. Eggshells, right? He's dangerous. All the things. All of the things. And so he goes to his mother's house where baby Bennett lives and picks up his son. Okay. He tells his mom that he's going to take the baby to New York to see Katie. Mm Mm-hmm. Instead, what he does, trigger warning, is he brings the baby home to his house and suffocates the baby and puts him in the closet. Uh, I did it quickly. Poor baby. And then he hops into the car and he drives from North Carolina to New York and waits outside of Katie's adoptive parents' home. So I guess on Tuesdays and Thursdays, around the same time, Katie would always leave to go visit her adoptive grandmother's home in Waterbury, Connecticut. Okay. So Stephen knew that she would be leaving, and he was basically, like, staking out the place and waiting for her to leave the house. Yeah. And there's surveillance footage that captures Stephen sitting in, like, her neighborhood in a fucking minivan waiting for her to leave. Okay. I hate it. That's mm. really psycho. hmm Also, you've already killed the baby. Like, not to, I don't know, throw a wrench in your plans here, but, like, you're not going to get her back. I don't think he's trying to get her back. Just so you know where the story's going. I mean, I figure where the story's going, (laughs) but, like, I assumed he was going to be like, come back. And she's going to be like, fucking no. And then he was going to be like, I'm enraged. I'm enraged. No, no, no. He doesn't plan any of that. So he sits out there and he sees Anthony and Katie leaving the house at their fucking expected time or whatever. And they get in the car and they drive away. And so Stephen pulls away and follows Anthony's vehicle. Okay. He follows them for a few minutes, and then when they get to a stop sign, Stephen pulled up next to them and fired into the vehicle. A witness reported hearing the gunshots. Actually, several witnesses were like, well, oh, we fucking heard gunshots. What's going on? Yeah. And then he flees the scene. But what had happened was both Katie and Anthony were shot, and they died instantly oh in the God. car at the stop sign. And then he had just left. Holy shit. He—I know, right? I don't know where he it's a little unclear where he goes or what he does, but he stays in New York like he doesn't drive all the way to the fuck back home or anything, but he drives away from the scene. He's in his car and he calls his mom and he tells his mom, don't go to my house because I killed the baby and the body's in the closet. I just killed Katie and Anthony, too. So you need to call the police. And so in the 911 call, his mom is like fucking freaking out. And she's like, my son is upset because his wife chose to leave him. And he just said he left the baby for dead. Like, he was supposed to be taking the baby to go see his mom, whatever. Like, she was, like, freaking the fuck out. Yeah. And then while the police go and, like, fucking investigate what the hell is going on at Stephen's house with baby Bennett, Stephen turns the gun on himself and commits suicide in his car in New York. Oh, my God. What the fuck? So then now Alyssa just lost her ex-husband, just lost her first daughter, like... And then her adoptive family just lost their adoptive daughter and their, you know, husband, dad, whatever, yeah, dad. Yeah. It's like so many fucking people were and their grandbaby. Like so many people were impacted. I think it's Steven's mom. Oh, my God. Steven's mom has to be like fucking losing her shit. And then also Alyssa is like, I tried to prevent this so many times. Like I, he was a ticking time bomb. I knew he had all those guns. Like he was going to produce a mess shooting like I knew it was going to happen he's like the perfect candidate and she thinks that the police did not handle everything correctly and so it could have been prevented but it wasn't and then she was like why did the baby go to Stephen's mom's house because she's like 70 something she's not going to be able to prevent Stephen from getting the baby and he still had access to the baby so like who are you protecting what's going on yeah that's not a great placement for that baby yeah and then she also talks about how she lost katie three times in her life so like first when she was adopted and had to give her up another time when like she came back and then went with the ex-husband exactly and then when she died i'm just like oh my god what a fucking shit show yeah and then you kind of already talked about this but i guess this is a case that's used a lot to explain genetic sexual attraction where some people get an intense physical or emotional attraction to someone of their biological family after having been adopted or separated for a long period of time and it's believed to be like a delayed form of bonding. Yeah, that's so strange. Isn't it weird? It is so strange. Also I hate Steven. Oh, he's a fucking asshole. And there's pictures of the baby and the baby's so fucking cute, but at least the baby was so little like it didn't know, you know, like oh, you yeah. don't remember your first fucking year of life, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like yeah. Yeah, it's the only what saving grace, you know? Like the baby wasn't put through fucking hell or something. I mean, it's probably then, still not great. No. No, no, no. No. It's all awful. But then also super judgy thing that I'm about to say here. Uh-huh. But like they have a uh-huh, tell me. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready. <laughs> but they have a photocopy of the girl's the 11-year-old's journal. Yeah. And like in the journal There's, like, so many cuss words, and she's like, what the fuck? Like, WTF, I'm supposed to call her stepmom, whatever, and they're probably having sex or whatever. And I get that it's her journal and she's 11, but when I was 11, I wasn't saying that shit. Like, I wasn't even writing that shit, so it makes me think, like, maybe, obviously, it wasn't a good household, but, like, maybe there wasn't a lot of, like— Parental supervision? Maybe even, like, just parental, like, Guidance. discretion. <laughs> yeah, like, don't yeah. say those words. Yeah. Or even if it's, like, don't say those words, it's not, like, hey, you know, let's be polite to each other or whatever. It's, like, don't say those words. Don't say those words. Don't say those You know, like a crazy household. Yeah, I could see that. I could see it being her diary and she's 11. Like, she, obviously, if you're 11, you know cuss words and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I could see it being just her. Like, I'm not going to get in trouble for it because it's my diary. Yeah, maybe. So it's like a private thing, especially in a house where, I mean, if your parents aren't really paying attention to you, then they might not read your diary. Yeah, that's true. I would be afraid of a sibling reading it and being like, eh, she's fucking cussing. She said a bad word. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, that. And then also, she definitely didn't grow up in a good household, especially yeah. with an emotionally explosive or volatile dad. hmm So I could imagine that she learned some. Some, Some things from Dude, him. how fucking right on Alyssa though to get those girls and get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Like she probably just saved their life. And Alyssa is like, I can't believe that that could have been me. Like Absolutely. That probably was going to be me. Yeah. Yeah. Well ugh. I mean if if Steven didn't have Katie When Alyssa left him. Mm -hmm. That would have been. That would have been Alyssa. Yeah. And she even said that he used to threaten all the time. Like, if you leave me, I'm going to blow my own brains out and I'm going to like make sure that it's on video and that video somehow gets back to you. So you have to watch it. Like, it was very abusive and fucking twisted. So he was always suicidal. He was always like making threats and shit. So, I mean, how crazy? I don't know. Maybe it's my fucked up sense of. Self or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when someone's like, ah, if you leave me, I'll commit suicide, I'm like, deuces. No, me too. But I think that we also have maybe different like foundation and background and like recognize that as abuse, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's probably fair. Or like as a bluff, you know? Like, yeah, you're yeah. gonna fucking kill yourself yeah. as I leave. What if I? And if you do, I'm not going to have any guilt.
1: Yeah. Because I or, know I
0: didn't partake in it. Like or if it I would. get a link from a random number with, like, a video attached to it, I just won't watch the video. <laughs> yeah, I know your fucking plan, man. <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, ah, this seems suspicious. But somebody better check up on him. <laughs> Don't be suspicious. Oh, that's fucked up, though. That's crazy. I do find that super interesting about biological relatives finding this Bond. weird, like sexual attraction to each other because mm-hmm. i've seen like a documentary on it or whatever where yeah biological moms and sons or whatever get like they get together and i'm like Ooh, that's crazy she's old enough to be your mom <laughs> she's literally your mom <laughs> why why are you doing this like yeah i don't know it's so weird it's so weird it is so weird and we're all about like not king shaming here but like i don't like that at all i will king shame and says because i have been raised in a culture to make me believe that it is not right And also science, science—that's the the part that gets me. I was like, okay, you seem a little judgy. (laughs) uh, I also have been raised in that culture where you're not supposed to do that. But it just—I just feel like, like the science behind it is like that tells you that, like biologically, you shouldn't do that. Yeah, but isn't that crazy that that used to be like a sought-after attribute? Like, because then you were so purebred that, like, you had the Johnson nose or whatever, you you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, because it would just get more and more exaggerated because that gene just kept exploding out. Yeah. Do you remember the blue people of, like, West Virginia or something? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Or there was— There are people related to them, but they're no longer blue, just so you know. I saw if that on you Reddit can it too. Read that gene out. <laughs> yeah. Um, Maybe they can bring it back if they try hard enough. <laughs> I was like, no. Put in work. <laughs> Get your sister. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I also saw a documentary on people. I don't remember what country they were in, but it was like much more widely accepted or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was a brother, sister, and they kept having kids, and one in four of their kids would have like a thing they would be like totally (laughs) they would have a thing yes like blind deaf and mute or whatever and so then it's just like this body that you have to take care of and they're like yeah i mean one in four chance it was a one in four chance and like two of their kids had it or something out of like four kids but it was a one in four chance you know what i mean each time yeah yeah each time you get pregnant it's a one in four chance yeah yeah that is fucking crazy yeah i don't know it also (laughs) also just like pull out or don't fuck your sister or your brother or whatever. But like, also maybe don't maybe don't bring in like a genetically messed up person. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What about the stories or like the cases where like people don't know that they're related? Yeah, that's gross. And then you find out your first cousins through like twenty three and me. <laughs> Oopsie. I'm sorry, I just got a hard hit. Do you think 23 and me? Do you think 23 and me is ruining a lot of relationships? I mean, there's got to be in some of those states. Some of those states. <laughs> oh my god. It's fucking all of the incest cases are always coming from like the Appalachian Mountains and like West or in Virginia or whatever, you know? They're like well, they, don't, they can't get out. They're fucking stuck in the mountains, and think- generations just keep procreating. And I'm like, we have roads now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's build them a road. Get them out of there. I think I watched the same thing as you. Did you watch a documentary or a video or something? Was this on Reddit? I feel like I, I literally don't know. just saw Click this. on all the same shit. Yeah. I did too. I don't know. Maybe I sent it to you. I don't know. Maybe. I remember seeing like a fucking dotted up map of being like here's where a lot of incest is and it was like all in the Appalachians and it explained like because they couldn't get out of this town so yeah. they just kept fucking. Maybe that was a go- like a Reddit thing cuz it also it was like a compilation of stuff and it also had had, like the the blue people. I had the blue people and it also had that one from uh white underbelly whatever um, like yeah, the yeah. yeah the like people <laughs> <laughs> I forget their names. I do too. The whites. No. No. It wasn't the wonderful whites of West Virginia oh. I don't know if they're they're like incest. I don't think they are. I mean maybe <laughs> shit. Maybe they are um, I don't know. Solid documentary if you haven't watched it yet on Netflix. Yeah. Go watch that shit. Yeah. Solid. Is Fuck it on you, Netflix? Dennis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. That's where I found it. Oh my like god. Like in the fucking pre Netflix like first evolution of Netflix days where you had to like order the CD and it would yeah. come to you in a couple days. Yes. Watch it so many fucking times. And then oh I gosh. would just tell everybody that I know you need to go watch this documentary. Yeah. I remember. That's where I got it. Fuck you, Dennis. Fuck you, Dennis. Um, Y'all serve chicken vaginas here. <laughs> What? <laughs> CBS Don't Talk Her Baby. I could oh quote God. the whole movie. It is so fascinating. Yeah. I'm the prettiest of all. <laughs> oh, sorry. my God. You okay. To, you, need wow. you need to watch it. Wow. I got to watch, watch it again. I've only seen it once. Yeah. I'm like, you need to watch it again so you can quote all the show with me. Yeah. Anyway, so fun. let's close this bitch out. Okay. Uh, if you want to check all pictures pertaining to my case, go to isgdpodcast.com. Dot com also you will find links to our patreon and our merch go join our patreon for as little as a dollar you get an extra episode every month or ten dollars you get fucking video of every episode Raw footage, just all the mistakes and everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, and sometimes inappropriate things are said. Ah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was probably me this time. <laughs> was it? Okay, good. Thank God. Ooh, <laughs> Thank God. I never know who's going to be the offensive one. I know. Um. Anyway, also, go check out our fucking, you know, podcast. You already are if you're here. Mm, uh, we're true. on social media, ISGD Podcast. On Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and sometimes TikTok. It's been a very long time on TikTok. I need to put some shit up someday. I had a gopher in my bed yesterday, all right? Listen, we'll give you a break. Chill, you know? (laughs) (laughs) While you were TikToking next to it. (laughs) It doesn't explain everything else. But anyway, and then you can email us at isgdpodcast.gmail.com. Hope you really got that because I didn't say any of those words right. Or Mm -hmm. you can snail mail Aaron at Geobox 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. And that's it. And that's all. And that's all, folks. Bye. Toodles, noodles noodles. <laughs> and if you're all caught up on our podcast, stay tuned for a promo from True Crime Talkers San Diego Podcast. Are you obsessed with true crime? And do you live in or love San Diego? So do I. So I created a niche true crime podcast all about San Diego cases. My name is Jamie, and I'm the host of True Crime Talkers San Diego. If you want to learn more and this sounds intriguing, you can follow us on Instagram or listen to the show wherever you normally find your podcast. Tune in every week, and let's discover the darker side of San Diego together.